0: Did you know that the movie Romancing the Stone, 1984 is Romancing the Stone, starring uh, Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner? Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, what's his name? Danny DeVito? There, there, there were some uh, could have been actors that were going to fill these roles and they're pretty interesting so I wanted to throw some your way did you know that Jack T. Colton who is our uh, main male lead uh, he, they actually offered that role to several people he was kind of like the bottom of the barrel for this role they offered it to Clint Eastwood Jack Nicholson, Paul Newman Christopher Reeve, Burt Reynolds, and I think most closely Sylvester Stallone. And Stallone noted that he turned it down so he could do the movie Rhinestone with Dolly Parton. And he says it was one of his biggest regrets in his career. Um, So you're asking me if I knew that? Well, yeah, that's what. Did you know that?
1: I did not know that.
0: And then. I did not know those. Joan Wilder, who's Kathleen Turner's character, that was almost either Jessica Lang, Deborah Winger, or Susan Sarandon at the time. Interesting choices. I, I, I
1: seem to I seem to have known those. Really? But I do I do remember a little bit a little information about something with something with Deborah Winger and like a biting of the hand. Did you did, did you come across that? I did come that across tidbit? that.
0: Yeah, they did, like, a meet-and-greet, and she, like, bit during, like, some test. She, like, bit somebody. I'm kind of curious what that was about. I'd have to look into it more, but I did come across that little nugget, and I was like, okay, cool. We got a Um And then lastly, Ralph, played by the adorable Danny DeVito, who was mostly known for Taxi at the time of this. Uh, that was offered to Bob Hoskins. And he... Uh so uh, the options get smaller and smaller as you go down the list it's just Bob Hoskins or Danny DeVito there, nobody else could do that role and Bob Hoskins would go on to
1: work with Robert Zemeckis a few years later if I'm not mistaken and
0: John Linguizamo in Mario Brothers
1: oh right yeah, but Robert, but Robert Semeckis with Bob Hoskins in Who Framed Roger Abbott.
0: Well, yeah, I just wanted to remind you of Mario Brothers. Mario Bros. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but that's it. That's all I got. I just thought it was a little, some fun facts.
1: Well, similarly, Jason Fury. Huh? Did you Did you know that. The, the the job of composer for this movie was originally offered to James Horner and due to scheduling he was unable to fulfill the role and so it was temporarily the temporary score was offered to Alan Silvestri and Robert Semeckis liked his temporary work so much that they just kept him on as composer. And that would be that would be the start of their long time working relationship because Alan Silvestri has scored almost if not every one of Zemeckis' films
0: yeah I did know that you did know that I did yeah because I remember the music and the score and that was like the the beginning of a beautiful relationship and what not did you like like the music in Romancing the Stone? not really it was kind of synthy it didn't really match the vibe of what was going on It was kind of like Some movies, you know, like Lady Hawk They'll try and do it where would be like fantasy But with this like shredding rock style But this one, I it just didn't fit It didn't fit the story It wasn't It, it was kind of strange It was kind of like I don't know It felt like um, To live and die in LA or, or like Beverly Hills Cop or something But they're oh, like in live, the jungle To live and of die Columbia. in LA Yeah, to, yeah, sure it just didn't fit I don't know It wasn't I wouldn't say that was Something that was great About this film Was the score I, I was just like Okay cool I mean Yeah It was kind of Upbeat and jazzy Yeah and Not jazzy as in jazz But yeah. you know what I mean
1: It was It was a little At odds With the with the vibe Of the movie I agree
0: Yeah um, So this is a 1984 Action adventure Romance And I gotta be honest here I had never seen This movie in all the years of my life all the f- almost 40 years on this planet i've just skipped romancing the stone over and over and over i just never had any interest to see it. it to me it just looked like a kind of a rip-off movie of indiana jones and i just said like why would i want to watch a movie like indiana jones with lesser actors and a more boring plot and like just less appealing everything so i was just kind of like there's so much going on in the 80s with awesome movies and I guess this is counted among them, but uh, I just, for some reason, never watched it.
1: You want me to be honest with you too? Yeah. I never, I never saw it as an adult. I saw it when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. I do remember it a little bit, but I <laughs>
0: I hadn't seen it since then. So it was the first uh, time you ever saw a booby.
1: Uh, no. It was not the first
0: time I saw a booby. Breastfed? I was. <laughs> I think um, this movie's rated P G, by the way. And the first thing you see is just a pretty much a big bear rack. It's it's uh covered. Come on. It's a Thin, wet, white T-shirt, and it's like the whole TV screen is just these boobs. I was, just, I remember checking. I was like, "What is this movie rated?" Because it's like immediately, it's like within five minutes, there's, there's, there's these big knockers, and they, you know, they cuss a lot in the movie. Somebody's arm gets amputated, like kind of gris. Like it's just, uh, you know, the eighties, man. That's why it rocked. I don't remember the boobs. So you must, you must
1: be fixated on it for some reason. You're kidding me. I
0: don't remember. I, I remember. You just said you just Kathy. explained that it was covered.
1: Well, that's that's how I remember it. I don't I don't remember
0: any any bare boobs. Well, they weren't bare. It wasn't like it, it was just it was completely see through. Nah. nah, nah. See, you're watching this I, on your remember, dinky little remember, computer screen. I'm watching it on a seventy inch TV in my living room. It's clear as day.
1: I remember. I remember cat. Kathleen Turner's side boob.
0: It wasn't her. It was the woman in the beginning of the movie when they're. This movie opens where they're in one of her romance novels.
1: I remember. I okay. All right.
0: I don't know. Watch the first five minutes again. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. All right. I don't know. Anyway, this movie, *Romancing the Stone*, uh, basically just about a, a a lonely romance novelist played by Kathleen Turner going to Columbia, because apparently she's in possession of a treasure map, and her sister's wrapped up in it somehow, and they're telling her, uh, you gotta go to Columbia to ransom your kidnapped sister, um, so it's very flimsy, kind of basic plot, that, and you know, there's no established relationship with the sister, you never really have much screen time with the sister you don't feel any familial bond between her it's just very strange it's like i gotta go because she's my sister but then like it just makes no sense it's a stupid flimsy plot
1: uh what's that actress's name she was she was the mom from goonies in the sister yeah the
0: sister I don't, I don't remember. uh oh wait um marie trainer Ma- mary ellen trainer Marianna. What was that sound? Did you just did you just do something? Yeah, I got dry lips and I took a deep breath and I, I blew out like, ooh, I'm tired, long day, but my lips are so dry it made a whistle. Gotcha. And I think the whistle didn't translate well through the microphone. It kinda of squeaked at a weird pitch and it probably sounded strange on your end. So I I apologize. That's alright, Jason. <laughs> 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 That's what happened. That's right. I can't lie to you, Adam. Uh Mary Ellen
1: Trainer. That's right. Who played Pla- Elaine. Apparently apparently she was she was also one of the
0: writers on the movie. Oh, great job writing a stupid movie. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh, <laughs> uh, just kidding. Um anyway, Romancing the Stone. Uh my first time seeing it, your first time seeing it uh after puberty. So uh, I guess this movie kind of gets dubbed a Raiders ripoff because that came out in, what, 81, I think? Raiders? Um, Yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Was it 81? I think so. And there were a lot of copycat movies after that, like, you know, these action adventure kind of, like, duos and I don't know. So I I just think it it definitely kind of had... I, don't I, I, I did read, though, that this movie was written years before Raiders of the Lost Ark even came out. So it was like not copying it. It was just kind of like too similar. So it just had the disadvantage of coming out afterwards. Yeah, I read that too. Yeah. Um, While well, they were busy it, trying to it, get it, every actor but Michael Douglas to be in this movie, uh, they wasted five years and then Raiders came out um the the aesthetic and the
1: hunt for treasure was about all they had in common right
0: well i mean definitely michael douglas is wearing a fedora type hat he's kind of like an adventurer like in the in the wilderness who comes across a female who's out of her element there's a lot of parallels there's like yeah know, the jewels the alligators the the villains like there there's a lot of parallels. I I don't blame it for being compared. I don't blame it, but it, it definitely
1: it 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 carves its own path, sort of.
0: I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I don't know. Sure, um, I don't know. I just. I thought this movie was kind of boring. Okay. Like I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. I appreciated some things about it. Like I, I like a good action and adventure with even if it's a little lighthearted, like this one was. But I just, I was just bored. Not, it's not that it was like super predictable, but it, it wasn't not predictable. It was just kind of like very by the book, just check off list scene to scene to scene. They didn't seem to be much. Cohesion. Like Star Trek? Well, that's a s- series. That's like a show. Like the movie or the. What are you talking about?
1: You said something about Chekhov?
0: Chekhov? Come on. You got to have a kid to do that joke. Oh. Like Star Trek? You're going to derail this whole podcast for that joke? <laughs> this podcast is as good as over. over. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just. A very by the book, kind of boring. I thought I thought it was pretty charmless, even though it was trying to be charming. It, um, I, I don't think I I like Michael Douglas, but I don't think he's funny like at all. He has no good comedic timing. He's not funny. He doesn't he doesn't strike me as someone with a decent sense of humor. Um, I, I thought, even though people, I think I'm in the minority here, I didn't think they had any chemistry. I thought I thought I thought the two weren't a great on-screen presence. I I thought it was weird. Um, and, and the aforementioned plot was just stupid and flimsy and boring, boring villains. And it was just very lackluster to me. I I just, I wanted to like it. I was really excited. Like, Oh, a gem from the eighties that I haven't seen. This was like, this is probably the biggest movie from the eighties that I, that I can, that I haven't seen like that I can think of like, Oh, this one's something I definitely have to see. Um, but it was just super underwhelming to me. I, I didn't enjoy it that much.
1: Hmm. So there were there were two villain factions in this movie. Mm-hmm. We had we had we had the, the jewel thieves. Right. The D- Danny DeVito and his and his cousin, and right. then we had the and then we had Zolo, the kidnapper, who was. Zolo was the kidnapper. No, 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 no. The kidnapper was Danny DeVito and his cousin.
0: Oh, so they were the kidnapper and the jewel-hungry thieves. Yes. Where did this jewel come from? Like, when when was the jewel revealed? Like, I, he had it in his pant leg, and he did like a little wiggle worm, and it like popped out. But like, did we see it before that? Like, was I? Did I fall asleep? You must have fallen asleep because remember they remember they had the the bunny.
1: They had the bunny that they broke open because that they they knew because she had a precious statue. She had writ- yeah, but she had written that in one of her novels that like they they hid the jewels inside of inside of a fake.
0: You know. Okay, I remember fake that now. Thing. Yeah, okay. Very underwhelming jewel. Yeah, it was just like a. I don't know. It's like something you get at the end of a Sonic the Hedgehog level or something. Just a green big green green, fake ass green looking plastic green. piece of shit
1: yeah not a good jewel um I liked I liked the mustaches in this movie
0: not not cinema's best jewel though huh Adam not cinema's best jewel but some strong strong mustaches strong stashes okay, okay. yeah there were some strong mustaches I'll give you that they were in charge too bad guy yep Two yeah, bad very, guy stashes. Very evil stashes. Yeah, like bad guy stashes. Uh, those were good. But, like, Michael Douglas's character is just kind of wandering around in the middle of nowhere collecting birds. I think. And then they, like, crash into his car. And then he gets back and he's like, my birds! Like, that's Well, the Id- way like, thing- Who the fuck is this The way guy? things... The
1: way things happen in this movie is very—it's uh, a
0: lot of would, would we call it Deus ex machinas? Where it's think just everybody things that, that wrote this kinda... movie was on like on coke or something. Like they just they thought it was—they're just sitting in a circle they're like yeah this is cool <laughs> let's string it together—but it's just like nah, it just doesn't work.
1: I thought I thought it was easy.
0: I thought it was relatively easy to get through. Um, Is Michael Douglas I, dashing or handsome? He kind of gives me like, even when he's young, he kind of he kind of vibes like a creepy old man. Why? Are you talking about his
1: uh, inside when they're inside the, the fuselage of that plane? With the snake, and he was with the snake and the and the uh, Doobie Brothers
0: reference and the Grateful I mean, Dead, and he was a boomer, boomer. He just looks kind of sketchy and then this in this movie he's wearing like a dumpy ass hat. He's all I mean, I get it, it's his character, he's like in the woods and stuff, but he just doesn't he's not dashing or like I don't know. It just I think Harrison Ford just ruined it for everybody because he was so perfect as Indiana Jones. Like anybody that comes anywhere close to that role just can't do it. So do you think Sylvester Stallone would have been better? <laughs> I would have I would love to see him in this movie But no, I think for the character he, Yeah, I think he would have been better than Sylvester Stallone But probably everybody else I listed would have been better than him Sylvester Stallone I, I,
1: fa- I don't know I fa- for For some weird reason I found I found their romance to be Maybe it's just like the mood I'm in right now I don't know But I found it to be kind of charming Okay well, I mean, you're
0: not alone. I mean, a lot of people adore this movie and talk about their chemistry and like they love it and like I just didn't feel any of that while watching it I, I i was out of sync yeah
1: i i can I can understand I ever just for some reason it hit me in a way where I was like, oh, she found her guy. she found her her uh you know, she—they had that party scene early in the movie, and they were going through all the schmucks, and he wasn't a schmuck. Was I'm, Was he the Jewel
0: of the Nile? He was the stone. The stone. Yeah. Romancing the stone. I'm. That's the sequel, Jewel of the Nile. Right. You know why I said that? I'm scrolling through IMDb right now, and I just passed *Jewel of the Nile* the sequel. Have you seen the sequel? I did not. Are you gonna watch it after seeing *Romancing the Stone*? Uh,
1: I probably won't rush to see it, but I am, I am mildly curious how they, how they chose to follow up something that wasn't too strong to begin with. I mean, it's not, it's not great. It's not a great no. movie, right. but I don't know. I just I kind of liked the. Um, it was easy, Kathleen. Turner. Kath. It's easy, Kathleen Turner. I don't find her particularly attractive or compelling,
0: <laughs> but jeez. <laughs> but I
1: but I just some something about it. Something about the two of them I liked.
0: Because they're both kind of not that attractive. They're just kind of eighties uh, hey, icons. But it's subjective, dude. Like uh, the ugliest person to me might be the uh, most beautiful to someone else. It's it might just be a, you know the eye of the beholder. Uh, this is just my opinion. You know what I mean, man? I think I think just seeing
1: t- t- just like just completely eighties icons in
0: the eighties. Everything about everything about it was just very eighties. Well, yeah, it's 1984. We're in the middle of the '80s, man. We're in the, we're in the sweet spot. So it was definitely a production of the time, and it showed, and it had a lot of the tropes and camera tricks and music stylings and actors and actresses. So like, definitely fit. Dean Dean Kundi, the cinematographer, on a roll.
1: Yeah. Great cinematographer that recently uh, came back and shot. A uh, book of Boba Fett after a long time not doing very much.
0: Oh really? Yeah, I can't argue that the the cinematography in it, the, the shots and stuff was it was pretty nice. I like some of the tricks he did. There were a lot of odes to like old westerns and a lot of like filter tricks that I thought made the movie look like hazy and cool. Like it was definitely visually nice and you could tell there's like pretty big production values for the time uh for this film too it didn't feel cheap or anything like that like it could have you know it felt like even though they were filming it was in Mexico not Colombia but i thought yeah production values cinematography was pretty good for a 1984 movie
1: yeah it looked it looked good i yeah. thought
0: even like and you know the juxtaposition between the the busy streets and then getting into the jungle. I thought they were both like equally good for their own reason, you know? Yeah. And even just the yeah, house, like I think just it... being around her house, like the lived in feel of it, like, you know, the writer's nook and stuff. It, it was all very cozy and, and interesting. So yeah, I, I liked a lot of that stuff.
1: I guess, I guess what I can say about it is that I liked the, the eighties ness of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but the movie itself wasn't particularly strong. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean. But as 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 an artifact, I'm like, yeah, that was that was all right. Wonder if you watched it in 1984, what you'd think if you were like this age. Wonder, you know, you wouldn't have that like the the benefit of it would be like, oh yeah, it's very 80s, and you, people didn't say that in the 80s. Would they have just thought it was a good movie? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know if I would have liked it as much. I feel right. like. I feel like just just seeing uh, the two of them, mm-hmm. was was kind of the main the main
0: ingredient. Right. Yeah. So and I mean, that doesn't say work, much. If it didn't. You know, it's, it's if it didn't like... work.
1: Eh? No, if it didn't work, then the movie's got nothing. Right. If it didn't work for 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 the viewer.
0: Right. But this movie is surprisingly popular, don't you agree? Like, people generally speak quite fondly of this movie. Yeah.
1: I think it's it's one of the more favorable, quote-unquote, Indiana Jones knockoffs.
0: Yeah. I think people, like, enjoy it. Like, I think people are probably not happy with my opinion of it. Like, I just everybody i've talked to about this is like, oh yeah that's great you're gonna love it it's so cool it's like yeah. I was like, really and maybe it, it wasn't even overhyped or anything it was just kind of nobody ever said it was bad nobody like went head over heels for it but everyone's like yeah it's solid it's pretty solid it's like oh okay so i was at least expecting i was actually really looking forward to watching it. i'm like oh yeah this will be nice but uh very bored very bored throughout the whole experience danny devito being very danny devito yeah, but I mean he was just taxi mostly at this point like he didn't do much before 1984 that I not, I don't think. So it's kind of interesting to see him do this kind of role. Do you notice the fake rocks? The squishy rocks?
1: Yeah, do you notice the squishy
0: it rocks? It was when he was like climbing and hit the side of the wall and tried to grab <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. It was squished. I know I did was, notice that. It it was so uh, it was so like it, so obvious it definitely bothered me quite a bit he's like oh I was like oh man all these rocks are just like it's like they're at a gymmboree or something It's just like <laughs> a playground I mean I, I get it they have to do that but it was it was cheap looking
1: squishy rocks
0: it was it's funny that you noticed that too
1: totally I totally noticed I was I was looking I was trying to see if that was in
0: like goofs. <laughs> you know, in, in like listed as like a major goof. No, I think it just kind of, you know, back then you're watching it on these little boob tubes, like these small TV screens, you know, like after it's out of theaters, a VHS tape on a crappy TV, you might not even notice. I was watching on my crappy little computer and I noticed. So, so you didn't notice the nearly nude female, but you noticed the squishy rocks
1: exactly <laughs> that's so you <laughs> that's yeah good. i definitely noticed those
0: rocks very observant <laughs> yeah okay well i wish i could talk more about it like the act there wasn't really great action it was just kind of mindless the car chases weren't... I mean, they were, like... I did appreciate, like, the authentic... You know, it was like... There's no CG anywhere in sight. It's refreshing this day and age to just watch a movie that's, like, filmed with real stuff. Um, but, yeah, I can't... I can't really think of much else to talk about that, that I haven't said already. Um, you know, Robert What was... Zemeckis, it, what was... Hmm?
1: Robert Zemeckis.
0: I was just saying his... I mean... This is like right before Back to the Future, I think, like a year. So he he shot to the moon. Well, re-
1: one one might say that Back to the Future only happened because this movie did really well,
0: right? Gave him a shot, like, oh, what do you got next? You know, like if this movie, yeah, you because know, I think it it was received quite well, even in the in the release original release, right? And I get yeah, and I guess it it it. Screened
1: and the the execs were were nervous about it, and I guess he was at the time he was attached to Cocoon. Oh, Ron Howard got that. Ron Howard got that, but he was he was let go from Cocoon because they thought this was going to flop.
0: Okay, well, I I mean, sure. Like I would have thought it might be a flop at the time. Yeah. Cocoon. Um, now that's not a flap That movie's great. Good movie. Good movie. Yeah. Cocoon. Um, I'm gonna rewatch that one. That movie's so fun and cool.
1: What was, was your What goot? was
0: your biggest? That is the Goot Love the goop. The goop. Okay. He's do He's due for a comeback. He is. We got Paul Reiser coming back. Get the Goot back. Yeah, in the next season of Stranger Things, right? Paul Reiser's been in Stranger Things and The Boys. Right, he's back, baby. Right, mad about you. I did. I did.
1: LOL at the at the uh, at the bad guy when after he got his hand cut off, chomped off. They after he got his hand chomped off with jewel in hand. Mm-hmm. Classic. And and. Uh, you next see him just like lighting a cigar like lighting a cigarette and he's just like do you remember that where where he's after like after his
0: hand got bit off after his hand bit off he's like he just has to have a cigarette well yeah it's stressful and then he grabs the alligator by the tail and he's like don't you do it because the gator's trying to get the hell out of there and then later at the end of the movie doesn't he like show up with boots made from the gator's skin yeah he's got g- gator boots But they didn't want you to think he would like murder the gator because they wanted him to be like a nice guy. So he's like, How did they say the gator died? It was like some natural cause. He's like, He died in my arms. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Stupid. Reminds me of like old A Team episodes. You ever watch that show? The A A Team. Where there'd be like a wild car chase and then a car would like, a cop car would be like chasing, would like flip over and. Like like basically explode and rock and roll, but then like whoever's in there obviously is dead because that was a gnarly car accident. But then they would do a voiceover, and the way that they would like soften it, they'd they would just do a voiceover of the people in the car, and they'd be like, whoa wait, wait, can't believe I've survived that one." And then they would just go to the next scene. But it was just like oh, they did it so much in that show that it, it's it's very annoying. It'd be like this gnarly crash. And they'd be like, "Whoa, you okay, buddy? Yeah, I'm fine. That was a doozy." That's uh Yeah, I mean that's that's a team for you. They did it all on post. So it's like, oh yeah, we can clean this mess up with a little just a little voice voiceover. Done. Everybody's fine. When in reality it would have been a damn bloodbath in there. But they were good boots. I mean as far as gator boots go, yeah, they were they were gator boots, man. Yep. Yeah. Showing up on his yacht. In the middle of New York. In the middle of New York. Now, was that a surprise? She didn't look surprised at all. Uh, She she was supposed
1: to be surprised, I think. Okay. Acting, huh? She was...
0: Yeah. Acting's hard. Acting is hard. Yeah. Okay. I'm actually... You know, even though I didn't enjoy it, I am intrigued by Jewel of the Nile, I am kind of like, I might, it might earn a curious watch one day, but like you said, not a rush, but like, if I'm ever like sick or bored or something, and just kind of like, what do I watch? I might, I might flip it on and just give it a sniff.
1: I'm just kind of curious, from a writer's perspective, how you would follow that up.
0: Right. What you would do. Yeah. Now, nobody talks about Jewel of the Nile. I haven't heard any opinions about that movie whatsoever.
1: Only thing I know about it is it was it was shot by Jan DeBont of Twister Fame and Speed. Okay. That's what I know.
0: I did not know that. Yeah. A little, a little post did you know. Little uh did you know epilogue. Speed's a good movie. It sure is. Like Speed's cool. Like it's one of those like corny, like Things that people like joke about, but like, Speed's a, f- a fun, cool movie. Yeah, it's solid. <laughs> Pop quiz, Hot Shot? Is that that movie?
1: That um, is Speed. That is by yonder debont.
0: By yonder debont. De all right, Adam Roth. I, I, that's all. I don't want to talk about Romancing the Stone anymore. You know, we watched it. Now we can uh, check off. That one from our list <laughs> we,
1: we boldly went,
0: <laughs> <laughs> where everybody but us went before
1: well, this you know it was fine,
0: yeah, squishy rocks, squishy rocks, I mean, there were we saw different squishy rocks at them, did we? <laughs> Uh yeah. That's it. That's a wrap. Let's get out of here. Uh till next time Adam Roth, it's been a pleasure.
1: Likewise, Jason Fury.